Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week, our podcast features an episode of Counter Spy called Flanagan Sisters Corn Syrup. We're not sure when it first aired, but probably in the late 1940s. Yeah. 
you believe in large offices. Why not? I spent half my life here. Is um, this one of your cans of syrup? A sample, yeah. That label, that is a portrait of the original Flanagan sisters bending over a hot stove, making their corn syrup according to a, a receipt handed down from mother to daughter. Between you and me, the daughter should have it back. <laughs> Tell me, do you know what happens to your used cans? Why? Well, do you take them back, for instance? Like milk bottles, you mean? Mm. <laughs> no. Why? A lot of them seem to be used for shipping illegal alcohol around the country. Labels ripped off, of course. My cans were. Into the so-called monopoly states where liquor is sold only by state-owned liquor stores. Bootleg liquor undersells those stores very profitably because somebody forgets to pay the federal alcohol taxes. We figure around $3 million on this particular operation alone. Oh, you trace those cans to me, huh? Mm-hmm. Through the manufacturer. <laughs> you want to look around the place, Peter? I'll show you where we make the syrup and can it. 50, 60 employees, I got. I'll even show you the garage where we ship it out to stores and wholesalers. Maybe I'll even give you a couple of cans to take home to the little woman. Come on. This way. Hello, Milky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, did you, Mr. Gordon? Listen, counter spies are sniffing around my plant here. So don't send any more trucks here from the still till you get word from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Gordon, you had three trucks loaded and ready to roll out of your garage, didn't you? I got them out fast. So sit tight, Melky, and we'll be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peter's to Harding in Washington. No evidence whatever at Hype Gordon's syrup plant to connect it or him with illegal alcohol manufacture. However, have sent agents to trail three loaded trucks that left his garage while I was there. Gordon himself also under surveillance. Has three cars, including limousine with French chauffeur. Lives in most expensive apartment hotel in Chicago, swarming with uniformed flunkies. Gordon's rental at least 15000 a year for lavishly furnished penthouse apartments. I figure as long as they 
don't find out where my spill is, they can't tie me up to it. Oh. I'm just going to sit around and smile. And after a while, the counter spies will figure I'm an innocent victim. Go away. Uh, oh, oh smoke out. Somebody has to do without being announced. Oh, it's coming to spies. You go on down the hall of the bedroom. Stay there. Go on, go on. Let me know what Shooting at it. Blast the lock off that door. 
and Melky. They can raid every joint in the country. Won't mean nothing to us so long as they don't locate the still. And they won't so long as I don't go there so the counter spies can tell me. You just keep your head down and sit tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sit tight. We ought to do something. No. This is another mob muscle again or something like those West Side guys two years ago. I'd go after them with guns. This has to be played close to the vest. Okay, Mr. Gordon. Uh, suppose I have to call you later tonight. You're home? Home? I can't go home until way later. My brother-in-law's visiting us. What a schmo. So throw him out! I can't throw him out. My wife sticks up for us. I'm nuts about my wife. And there's my sister-in-law, Gladys. She's tall and skinny. She talks, 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 talks. I never dream of messing with him. Only after all, you're my sister-in-law. Uh, and you know how Sam would never say a word unless he was sure. Uh, he said just now that he wasn't sure. But after all, a wife ought to know how a husband earns his money. And after all, you only knew her three weeks before you married. Oh, I know, Gladys. And Sam was always good to me. Especially after Pop died back home. But that doesn't give him or you the right to criticize height. I'm nuts about her. Well, all Sam said was that he didn't think the famous Flanagan sister's corn syrup company was very successful. And still, you and Hype have three cars, and you got four closets full of clothes, and that diamond ring. Oh. And, and then yesterday, Sam followed Hype around the city, and Hype didn't go anywhere near any customers. Sam's been killing. I, I mean, snooping around after Hype. Oh, that's contemptible. Oh, Hype? La- lovable? You're awfully late. A lot of work, honey. Hello, Gladys. Hello. Honey, I'm going to have some bologna and pumpernickel. Where's Sam? Uh, in the kitchen, having some bologna and pumpernickel. Uh, time to hit the hay, Benny. Uh, yeah. Good night, Gladys. Good night, Benny. Good night, Gladys. Uh. Benny, hmm? the guy drives me nuts. Oh, oh Sam. I'm Gladys. Now, listen, sweetheart, how about taking them out? Well, they won't be staying much longer. What do you mean, two years? Now, lover, boy. They drive me nuts. They're always in the way. They sleep on the sofa. Driving. Borrows my shirt. Needs my bologna and pumpernickel. Yeah. It's getting so the only pleasure I have at home. Just taking off my shoes. I, I can't throw Sam and Gladys out, lover, boy. They're all the family I got left. Vinny. Vinny, my customers down south got raided. Oh. I need a clear head, Vinny, and that schmo brother of yours gets me so mad I can't think straight. Listen, you know, I'll, I'll do something dumb. And, honey, it'll be his fault. I'll, I'll, I'll murder the guy. Not so loud. Nice. Oh. Where are my pajamas? Sam got my pajamas? On the pillow. Uh, hi, bye. I guess this is no time for you to be upset, and I, I better tell you instead of you finding it out. Why not one? Well, uh, Sam follows you around. What? No. He follows me around. Sam, that iron-headed clam digger, I'll brain him now, so help me. I... Where the Sam Hill of my slippers? I, I suppose he's got them too. Oh, lover boy, now please don't make a scene. I'll, uh, I'll get rid of him both by Saturday, I promise. Lover boy, please. <laughs>
Peters, I've been studying the surveillance reports on Hype Gordon. Yeah, me too, Dave. He hasn't made a single betraying move. It's great. We smash his customers, stop the tax losses. We know he ships out the alcohol. But what we don't know is where's that still? On the moon, maybe. Well, I've got one notion that might be useful. Did you notice in these reports about Hype Gordon's brother and sister-in-law visiting them? And driving him crazy, yes. Peter's relatives and in-laws often make trouble for decent people. Why not trouble for crooks, too? I think this Mr. Sam Vandervoort might be a lot of help to us. With a push from you. And Sam, maybe I shouldn't have said anything about too falling hype around, but it, it just sort of popped out. Oh, well, Gladys, it don't make no difference. I couldn't find anything out anyway. Huh. I guess I'd have to go back to St. Louis Saturday, maybe. Where are they tonight, Hype and Vinny? I don't know. We got the apartment all to ourselves, and I must say it's a relief to have a little privacy. Oh, somebody's the door. Uh, you go, Sam, and if it's a telegram or anything for Hype, you better open it in case it's important. All right. Yeah? Is this Hype in? Not Gordon? No. No, he's not. Did I give him a message? Your friend of his? No, I'm his, I'm his brother-in-law. Oh, well, give him this message, will you? Rush. Tell him to get out to the still right away. Yeah. Get out the still right away. Uh, what name will I tell him? You'll know where the message is from. Come on. Who was it, Sam? Telegram or special delivery? Sam, I asked you a question. Why don't you answer me? Sam, something's happened. I can always tell by your face whenever you got an idea. Now, why don't you huh? tell me? What? I said, I was telling oh, Sam shut that... up, will you? Oh. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Club, like I told you. Where are you? I don't stand out here. Oh, now it's the minute we got that tall Milky. He got all excited and ran away. All the other men, too. Milky? The other men? Then are you with the still? With Sam? I couldn't help it. I don't understand. Tell me about the message he got. We couldn't find you. We didn't get away. Vinny, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to kill somebody for it. Don't move. Don't do anything. I'll come right out. Together. You've made me do the one thing I swore I'd never do. Come out to the still so I could be tailed. Pipe, you got me and Vinny all wrong about that. Sam, you shut up. Now, what'd you bring that idiot along for, too? Me? Gladys? Look. Now, look, all of you. I'm trying to find a hand on this. Ah, what happened? Now, what happened? Well, well while we were out, you and me, that is Pipe. A guy well, come to the door with a message for you. To get out to the still right away. A guy? What yeah. guy? Well, I thought he was sent by Milton. Milky wouldn't send a guy. He's false. And so you came out. Yeah. Sam, what did you butt in? Oh, Hype, you'd better listen to what I got to say. Tell him, Sam. Gladys, you shut up or I'll brain you. Oh. All right, let's have it, Sam. All right. You think I'm a chowderhead, don't you? But I figured out right from the start you had a racket, and the minute that guy talked about it, still I was sure of it. Oh, so? So I want a job. Here, working for you. We're at the famous Flanagan Sisters Corn Syrup Company. Or else I talk. Sam! You told me you only wanted to help, Hype. Shut up, Penny. You'll talk, Sam, to the counter spies. 
Oh, Bright Eyes, you listen to me. Now, hold your horses, Hype. Just give me a job and I won't talk. Talk, you big baboon, you! That message wasn't for Milky. It was a counter-spy gag, a trap, and you walked into it. I gotta walk into it, too, to get you out. Give me a job, he said. Give me a job, you rock head. I, uh, I might be out of business altogether before morning. Oh, Hype. I don't buy all that hype. You can't brush me off that easy. What? Vinny. Hmm? One out the car. Stay there. We may have to leave fast. I'll douse all the lights in here. Sam, you win. You and Gladys, come on with me. I'll show you something. I see, Sam. Where my flashlight shows now? The alcohol's made upstairs. From here to the cell of the alcohol gets pipes to my corn syrup factory. Our pipeline runs two miles in, a, in an abandoned sewer we found. Gosh, what a setup. Hype, I sure got to hand it to you, fella. How glad it's. Yeah, it's remarkable. Sam, how would you like to stay here? To uh, work here? Sam. Sam, he's up to something. Huh? Hype, you take us out of this cellar this minute. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, let's talk about it outside. Well, yes. talk right here. I don't believe there was any message. You rushed Vinny off her feet. Now you want to sneak out and squeal on me. You rotten counters by stool. What, me? You're crazy. You got it out. Now, Sam, will be quiet. You stay here with him, got it. It's dark. No air. We'll die down here. You murder it. Yeah, yeah. Counter-Spy was an above-average spy drama broadcast from 1942 to 1953, written by Philip H. Lord, who also created Gangbusters. It presented the adventures of David Harding, ace counter-spy, in his successful attempts to foil enemies both at home and abroad. Each episode begins with a solemn voice intoning, Washington calling counter-spy, Washington calling counter-spy, followed closely by the expected dramatic musical stings. This was followed by some variation on the following, depending on the tenor of the times. 
Backing our great army and navy at the front is our invisible army of ace counter-spies who work quietly, effectively, and swiftly against the enemies in our midst. They are the dread of the German Gestapo, the Italian Obra, and the Japanese Black Dragon. Imagine the ace counter-spy of them all as David Harding, specially appointed with authority to work however and wherever he will. After the war, Harding's post-war efforts were against all manner of evildoers, including racketeers, bootleggers, drug runners, and counterfeiters, usurping the authority of any number of federal, state, and local agencies in Philip Lord's fictional reality. The role of Harding was voiced by actor Don McLaughlin, who had a small television career in his subsequent decades, primarily in daytime soap operas. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.